before we get started, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we produce this podcast, the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Catchy smile, you got that catchy smile. Stop a while, come back with that catchy smile. Come back, baby, we'll fly away. Come back, we'll just fly away. Together, baby, but don't tell your nonna. Welcome to another episode of What a Great Punk. Yes, hello. Good to have you back. So good to be here. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? What's up? Welcome, welcome back to the pod, Frank. It's been a little, little while, isn't it? It's been, ah, uh, it's been a little minute. It's been a little minute. I, oh, we did one in Gum not that long ago, a Patreon. Right, yeah. and you did one with me at my house once. Oh, that That's was, right. that was nice. That was that a was nice September. day. Oh, it's last fuck, last weekend of September. Like, <laughs> Whoa! I thought that was literally just the other day. Oh my god! Oh, that's when you got stung by the forty-five dollar crab, hey? Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was only talking about that crab this morning because uh, Burgess is staying with me at the moment, as you both know. Yeah, <laughs> that crab. Yeah. Um, that particular. <laughs> I was talking about that that very crab. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's your episode title, Todd, if you're looking yeah. for one. Oh, I've got it written down. Very crab. Yeah, nice. That crab. Um, uh, and yeah, so I was talking about that crab. I was telling Burgess about, about that crab. Um, yeah, just for anyone who's forgotten, it was, I thought it was $5. Turns out it was $45 and I didn't have any cash on me. <laughs> what happened? Did you just not have the decimal place? Like, was it, it one to the right or something? It was $5 per kilo yeah, or something. Right, right, yeah. Right. Okay. And you ordered nine kilos of meat. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it must have been like five. <laughs> I'll have five. that crab, the huge nine kilos. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. That fucking real Labrador big looking thing. <laughs> yeah. Pick it up, feels like a bowling ball. I'm like, yeah, that's the mm. one. <laughs> Grab it in the meal, thanks. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, man. That crab was so hard to eat. Oh. Um, that Singaporean chili crab. Yeah, because yeah. it's like three times as big as you. Yeah. All the tears yeah. make it hard to hold the... Yeah, exactly. And just the regret the whole time, like knowing that it's 45 bucks. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Crunch. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's so good. Yeah. Um, hey, thank- um, yeah. What? No, please, you go. No, please, you go. Okay, well, I was going to say... Congratulations on selling out our Melbourne show, guys. That's fantastic. Oh yeah, good, good, good. Um, good thing to say. Yeah, thank you. Really, really good thing to say, I'm a and a good thing to feel. Yeah, oh, it's it's really nice. Thanks to everyone for buying a ticket in Melbourne. Um, yeah, yeah, mad stoked. We, we really appreciate it. It's not that often, or if it, maybe this is the first time we've ever sold out a show. Actually, pre. Mm. Uh, the, like we've sold out show on the door on the night sort of on thing, days, but we've never yeah. done it prior, I don't think. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a big achievement. And by the time you're listening to this, um, Sydney will probably be sold out. There's very, very few tickets. There was only oh. 47 tickets left the other day and we've yeah. done a fair couple of posts. So we don't imagining the updates that, over the weekend, so who bloody knows? I imagine that's going to sell out. So if you haven't got tickets to Sydney, um, get, get those. And uh, Adelaide's also kind of close to selling out yeah. too. You, you'll um, be needed, needing to get those tickets right now if you're in Sydney. Like and literally yeah, pause it. Yeah. Pause the pod. And Brisbane is selling fast, as they say in the biz. Mm. So, yeah. So don't miss that one either. Don't miss them. 
Yeah, because mm-hmm. generally what tends to happen is one show will sell mm. out and then another one will follow. And yeah. before you know it, all the rest of them have sold out and you can't come. They tumble like, sold out. like like domino blocks. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, like pistachio so, nut, like pistachio nuts. <laughs> to the floor. Yeah, mm. exactly. Uh, um, cool. All right. How are you? How's your mornings been? You both both went out for lunch. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Terrific, yep. terrific morning. I um, had a few last night with you guys, and then I had a couple after, and then I walked home, and then I woke up this morning at eight seventeen, and there was a class on at my gym at eight thirty, and I just I don't know what happened, but I just went. I just wow. oh my god, pulled on my shit well and went. And it fucked. fucked. It was so good. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah, it was sick. It was like big fucking tech house, just pumping, and oh god, big big energy. And then I wow. drove. I was going to go to Sunshine and get some um, bangguan, which is like a um, northern Vietnamese um, breakfast food, which is really delicious. But mm. I ran out of time, so I did the same thing in Footscray, which is also really good. Great. Shout out. So good. Out. You're always driving places for for food. I love that. Yeah. It's gotta be done. It's gotta you be done. You love going going to going to different suburbs and stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's, that's where so all the good good stuff is. And I just like that's what makes Melbourne kind of exciting for me as well. Just like how much shit there is in those suburbs. How yeah. Like, yeah. just such variety and such quality and just so much life. Just vibrant as fuck. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Brilliant. We had oh. a great time traveling to Hawthorne for a meal once, didn't we, Frank? Played table yeah, absolutely tennis in the did. pub after. Yeah, it was great. That's right. We got the train. It was sweet. Yeah. <laughs> we um became members of the Hawthorne. No, what was it? The Glen Ferry in order to get a free pub. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we had to download the app. <laughs> yeah, I think I've still Worth got the it, app. Though. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a nice app. Mm. Shout out to the Glen Ferry Hotel. And shout outs oh to Stephanie Nopanino. Oh, yeah. I went there this morning. Both, dude. Yeah. What did you have? I had the damare, the tuna. Um, mm, yum. That, and we took Burgess your, there. Was, that's just to move there, hey? That's my move, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and it was fantastic. And it was absolutely rammed. The line was huge. Oh, mm. yeah. It's a popular joint. All right. We've talked about it a lot on pod, but let's give it another plug. Oh, it's, yeah. On Ligon Street in Brunswick in Melbourne. Yep. Delicious paninis um, made by the wonderful Steph from Big Yawn, another great Melbourne band. They're so Friend good, Big Yawn. They're amazing. I and chucked them on in the car. On the pod, we do. I chucked them on in the car on the way to the Steph, Stefanino's and it was just so sick. I haven't really, hadn't really tapped into it too much. Yeah. Man, they're so sick. They're Fantastic. so sick. And their new demos sound fucking incredible too. Right. But yeah, that song, um, Negative Trigger, is such a vibe. <laughs> cool. <laughs> they're very good to watch live. They play, like, it's all like analog synths and they just go hard. It's mad. It yeah, drums. sick. Um, and yeah, and he's got a great sandwich shop. Yeah, go check it out. And it always sells out. So you got to get down there early. Yeah. He's um, also so, yeah. collabing with the chef in my building to do this restaurant in the garage below me, which is unbelievably sick. So cool. It, I haven't asked you about that yet, Frank. It's such an interesting concept. So I like, explain okay. the concept again, because it took me a minute to get my head around because it's just so like off the grid style. Like it's, mm. it's real, it's a real punk sounding restaurant. It is. Okay. So gather around. So 
in lockdown, um, everyone got a letter in their mailbox that was from this guy called Daniel and it read, hi, I'm Daniel. <laughs> I live in apartment 14. I'm a chef um, with experience at Miznon and <laughs> Carlton Wine Rooms. <laughs> and um, oh, yeah, fully. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we don't know which building. It's fine. Yeah, yeah true. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm really missing cooking. So here's the deal. I have put, I've attached a weekly menu to this note um, with a different meal every night. Um, you let me know 24 hours in advance how many portions you'd like and what time you'd like me to deliver it to your door. And I mm. will do that for you. And because I live in apartment 14, everything's $14. So it was just the most outrageously <laughs> delicious food and it was 14 wow. bucks. Anyway, it absolutely went off and he did it for a few weeks and word kind of spread outside of the building and he was sort of servicing Greater East Melbourne and it was just this massive production on a Saturday night of him and his what became his team sort of running around delivering lasagnas and stuff to people's houses. Anyway, so it was this really lovely community building exercise as well and kind of um was this opportunity for lots of the people in the building to meet each other and and create this mm. really warm vibe and then recently he's decided that he wanted to turn his garage which is underneath where i live into a 25 seat restaurant um and he's also like a carpenter by trade so he has just like flipped his garage and built this incredible 25-seater long table and a deck that extends out from the garage. And he's he lives on the third floor, so he's cooking up there and he's literally, like, made a kind of external dumbwaiter pulley system thing to, like, no. lower down the food to oh the restaurant. Oh, my God. That is <laughs> Hang on, so does it go down to the garage? How does it get all the way down to the garage? So he's just, like, lowers it down. Mm. Yeah, um, but for, so from his window. Yeah. And then how does that- Or from his balcony. But presumably the garage is underground, right? No, no, no. It's just on the ground floor. Oh. Oh. I see. You're yeah. thinking of a cellar maybe. I'm thinking- Because I, I, I thought would, it was like a- of a car park. Like a I was thinking of a car park. park which I so, was too, yeah. So what oh, do yeah, you- yeah. So does your apartment have a garage? No. These are no, old school like ones a, that are like one- yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's, it's like, like a, a cardboard door, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah, a few yeah, yeah. of them. There's like five in a row or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So he- um, I find dead bodies in those things in, in movies all the time. Yeah. And like in series. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like a, cop, a UK cop show, they'll find a dead body in one of those. Fully. Yeah. And they'll roll up the garage door and be like, ooh, we stink. How long's that been in there? I, I can't um, identify this. I have to take it to the lab and then yeah, they exactly. identify for it with a bit DNA. Of, bit of testing. So yeah, yeah everyone got a um, another letter in their mailbox recently with the menu for his first garage dinner, and um, and him and Steph were cooking together. Collab and. It was just incredible. They had a couple of winemakers there who were also selling the wines and they just cooked this full-on three-course meal for 25 people, a mixture of people that live in the building and live around Melbourne. Um, and it was phenomenal. And I think they're going to do it pretty much every week. 
And and it will just be one night a week, won't it? It's just Sundays. Just Sundays. And and is it um an invite only type deal? Yeah, you gotta text text Chefo. You gotta yeah. text him your how many people you are, whatever. But yeah, so sick. Yeah. And it's not BYO because they've got they've got winemakers involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So That's cool. Bad. That's so yeah. Melbourne. Mm. Yeah. It's just mm. yeah, it's just like real fresh boy hustle, isn't it? Big time. So cool. And just a, such a lovely way to bring people together. Just fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. they do say that food has a magical way of doing that. Yeah, sure. They say that. That's, yeah, that's, what, that's what Bourdain seems to think. Oh, God. Mm. I love him. <laughs> Shout outs. All right. Shout Pete. outs. Uh, that's cool. So mm. is there one this weekend? No. Nah. Next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's not doing it anymore. Yeah. 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 What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. What this weekend? I don't know. Yeah. Is yeah. there one this weekend? No. No. Yeah, no. Fucking idiot. No. What a stupid question. No. Did not you this weekend. To what I said. I said every yeah. weekend <laughs> for this one. <laughs> yeah. Guys, how um, how amazing that. I, so I got to. I know you guys kind of know this, but I'm going to just talk about because we haven't talked about it yet. Mm. But mm. I was like scrolling through Instagram and I came across Faris Badwan's Instagram and I used to follow Faris back in the day. Faris, for those of you listening, is the singer, and a lot of you will know this, is the singer of The Horrors. Sick. Who are an incredible mm. band. Very, very good. I remember seeing them at the Metro and being blown away by how fucking amazing it sounded. It was such a great, it might be the best yeah. ever live performance I've ever seen. Yeah. Um. In fact, wow. two of the best live performances I've ever seen have been at the Metro. One was The Horrors and one was MIA. Oh, shout oh, out. Oh, really? Yeah. Sick. Yeah, MIA was breathtaking. Yeah. Uh, wow. I've got a very memorable Horrors show experience too. Yeah. Didn't we go together, Todd? I think we did. No, no. But I think Luke and Jade were really into them more than me and they went to one of like the Oaf show or something yeah, as well. Okay, gotcha. But here's the scene. Big day out, Sydney, 2008, something like that. Mm. Um, fucking hot, 40 degrees, ridiculous, can't escape, might not be 40, but you know what I'm saying. Can't escape the heat, hot all day, all night, except for the one hour when the horrors play, Clouds come over and it rains for their set only and then just clears. I'm not even kidding. Oh. So good. Isn't that fucking crazy? And they just play in this rain and it's gone all over their like keyboards and shit and like they've got these like analog synths and stuff. Yeah. And, keep, and it's just was so mad. If special. anyone hasn't listened to the horrors, um, check out their album um, Primary Colors because it's iconic. Mm, and that's me. Uh, is this you, Frank? Yeah, that's me. Primary Colors is a a really really great record and mm. so too is this the one after that called skying yeah mm. that was my one i love skying so much mm. it's just yeah it's such a great it's a band. Bit more chill it is a lot is more chill yeah, yeah 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 but brilliant songs yeah um but anyway so i followed faris again because i was like oh, i haven't thought of him for ages mm. and in his stories he was talking about like spotify I was kind of going on a rant about spotify and he's like, but, you know, I have loved it for um, all the great music I've found recently via Spotify. So, you know, it's not all bad sort of thing. And then he was like, um, do mm. keep sending me your recommendations. I'm loving it or something like that. So, like, huh. so I just clicked him and 
what DM'd him from my Mossy account and um, sent him bending at the knee. Um, and I just said, um, Melbourne band, love Jamie. Mm. And he wrote back saying, this is really cool. Um, this is the type of production I would love to work on, to be honest. Mm. So good. And I said, wow, it's actually my band. Send payment now. <laughs> send a bigger yeah. payment. <laughs> Mossy baby, send payment now. <laughs> Come on, sweetie. Send payment. <laughs> let's do this, fam. Yeah, let's go, fam. Send payment in it. Um, That's cool. Yeah, and then he followed me back. Yeah, fresh. What on earth? I'm blown away. This is cool. They were my favorite band for a while. That's yeah, amazing. that's really, really sick. And then you know what I thought was funny is that the song I chose to send him, I thought maybe he bending at the knee would be up his alley. Mm. Um, Scary. And the funny thing is, is that we've had a few people say, oh, your guitar bit um, is like the horrors in that song, Todd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking didn't think about that, eh? I didn't think about it either, Todd. Because yeah. it is. It's like, you yeah, know. It is. But it's just it's an arpeggio. Honestly, where that influence would have come from. from <laughs> yeah, someone will probably send us the exact song that's from. It's, it's, that's so it's funny. From, it's from Scarlet Fields, I think. Yeah. Um, but it's just an arpeggio. You can't. I love, like, love this song. Sounds like something I'd write. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, maybe he's being sarcastic. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> Sounds exactly like something I'd write, you little fuck. Mm. Um, Get out of here. Check your but, emails. Yeah. But um, yeah, pretty cool. That's cool. Fresh. Yeah. yeah. So get him on the pod. Yeah, I think we should get him on the pod. Love that. Um, so, boys, should we dig into some of these? We asked everyone last night on our Instagram. Uh, you know, we'll do a, we'll do a bit of a question time pod. We thought it'd be good to get Frank on for that as well. Yeah, answer some questions, discuss some topics, and yeah, there seems like there's really quite a lot. So I reckon we get we make a yeah. Crack. Let's get get into it. Um, I've got a bunch written down here, so let's go. Great. Let's um, go. Thanks for writing in. It's always mad. Um, love doing these episodes. The first one is from Frooms, and it just says "lovely boys," and I, it's not a question, but I just thought I'd get that in there. It's yeah. Oh yeah. On a nice. Note. I agree. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. Is my answer. Yeah. Same. Um. The second one is from John uh, Randerson. It's Randy. Randy Randerson. <laughs> um, from John Randy uh, Randerson. Why do you call Todd Slacky? Well, there's um. Todd also calls me Slacky. Yeah, and it's the a reason joint f- nickname. Yeah, which is quite odd to have the same mm. nickname. Yeah. Um, but it's great, and it started when we were on our. I think it was the first time we ever hung out. Is that right? It was like the third or something. But the first time I'd ever just gone to your house to have some yeah, beers and hang out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we went to your neighbor's house and mm. he kind of drained us by showing us videos of people slacklining on YouTube. Yeah. He <laughs> was, so I just moved to Sydney <laughs> and just met Jamie and we had this random name who I didn't know. Um, and he invited us over, yeah. And he just put slackline videos on YouTube. <laughs> and we just thought it was really funny and we, start, yeah. and we saved each other's names as slackliner. In, in our the phones. phones. And then Slack so one remember. turned to Slacky. Yeah. Um, um, and that's so the story. Is. Yeah. That was 2010 or 11, 10, I think. Nah, that would have been like eight or nine. Oh, right. Okay. Um, and um, I, yeah. And it's just funny that in changes to take it away, Slacky is in there. So I guess more people are getting aware of it now. Mm. Um, and also we, we say take it away, Slacky. And is it Mama's tit? Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
Take it away, Sluggy. Yeah. <laughs> that could someone thought it was taken away. Mama's tit is so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so bad it's good. It's one of those. And then just random notes for two bars. Um, great question, John Randy. Uh, Thanks, Randy. Angus, Angus uh, Lil Lily. 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 Angus Lil Lily. Lil Lily. Lil um, Angus Lily. Lil Angus Lily. Uh, where have you been on your travels this week? Fantastic question. Um, just, to, just to Sydney, to be honest. Yeah, we went to Sydney this week, Jamie and I. Just a short trip. Uh, it was nice. Saw Luke. Shout outs. Jamie yeah. Brewer, shout outs. Yeah. Bunch of heaps of people, actually. It was a great Rich. little trip. We're up there for a little biz- businessy type thing. And it was a short trip and a really fun one. And thanks for asking. We walked through the central tunnel. Um, mm. And I, I, I said, oh, this is exactly where that person went, Mossy, oh, yeah, when I was on that date. And um, gave your date the ick. Yeah, gave my date the ick. Because <laughs> a random person said Mossy. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. And we went to that, um, there was like a, because there's a South by Southwest going on in Sydney. We went to like this opening kind of industry party, which was pretty fun. So shout outs to the crew, Pam, et cetera, for the ticket. Yeah. Um, that was fun. Frank, where'd you go this week? You went to Footscray today. I went to Footscray today. I went to, I've been very few places this week. A <laughs> lot, of, lot of Docklands time, which yeah. I uh, personally love. Loves the Docklands, this guy. Oh, hold on, I went man. to South Yarra. I went to South Yarra. Yes, yeah. you went to South Yarra. We had a coffee in South Yarra. Yeah. That was lovely. And a little walk, walkie poo. Mm, um, <laughs> sorry for saying walkie poo. <laughs> no, 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 say that. it again. Um, All right, what's the next question? Okay, this is from our Luce. Will you be coming to the UK soon? Bloody would have thought so. Yeah, I think so. I think we're going to try and get over. I would have thought so. We're going to try and get over this year. Yeah. Um, We're working on it, is the answer. We're working hard on it. We've actually, we're going to have a meeting about it on Monday about the plans with that. Mm. So we'll keep you updated, Luce. Yeah, last time we went was 2019. Yeah, May. May. So we're due. We're overdue. Yeah. Um, this is from Eddie Green. The French talk about the French's decision to ban ketchup in schools, which is very funny. That's Eddie from Shame. That's <laughs> Eddie from Shame. Nice. <laughs> okay. I won't do that. You've talked enough about that. Um, that is so yeah. funny. Do you reckon he asked that question because he was like, got um, like. You know, when you talk about stuff on pods sometimes and afterwards you go, oh, what was I talking yeah, about? Why did I go on about that? Do you reckon that's minutes? why he's asking that question? He's either that or he's, uh, yeah, probably a little bit, but he could also just think it's funny that he took, you know. Committing <laughs> <laughs> um, to the bit. Yeah, yeah, fully. That was Maybe an odd thing to talk it. about really. Yeah. Like, I can't <laughs> believe we ended up talking about ketchup in French, French schools being banned when we had well, shame on the pod. That's what we ended up talking about. For so long. And you, me, and Steen kept giving him outs as well. Like we kept going, like giving him segues to change the subject and he'd just bring it back like he wouldn't <laughs> leave. <laughs> That's big. Yeah. Uh, this is from uh, Drums Are Lame, DSW. Um, thought 
thoughts on One Direction? Oh, and who is your favorite member? Uh, Frank, you want to take kick this one off? For someone who really likes that kind of music, I have not followed One Direction's career one iota, and I have no idea about any mm. of them. Um, mm. All and yeah, so I don't know Harry Styles. Yeah, <laughs> um, you took my answer. Damn yeah, it. I. Yeah, no, I look. I am sure that there's something there for me in One Direction, mm. but I haven't seen it yet, or it hasn't appeared before me so far. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I don't know anything about them. I know very, very little about Harry Styles. I'm not particularly red hot on Harry Styles. Do you know yeah, what? Neither either. am I. I think his sense of fashion is really fusty. I don't know what it is. It's the color palettes or something. It's something like it's too mm. 70s or something for me. What about that mm. shot of him in like the with his pants all pulled up, kind of like a nappy, like... It's it I made my it shot. honestly got it made the my cringe Instagram page. Oh, he's kind of dressed like a baby. <laughs> oh, I, <haven't> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get it up. Yeah, you, you just Google it. Just Google yeah, Harry Google Styles um, nappy or something. Harry Styles baby. Styles uh, uh, nappy baby. I'm type both. Wonder if it comes up. Massive power to him, by the way. And the whole, oh, yeah. whole, whole One Direction crew. I don't mean to slight them. I like no, yeah, definitely not. Big ups, yeah. but whatever reason, yeah, just yeah. doesn't resonate um, with me. I can't find the, the nappy shot. Is it that photo? No, no, that no. That's an actual nappy by the looks of things. But um, oh no, here it is. It's it's um. Type in Harry Styles Pilgrim Etsy. There's a little. He's wearing like a pink thing with overalls and a big top hat. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, that. that is great. That's a that's a look. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. I'm not in the business of um, throwing shade on uh, pop stars. Yeah. But like, you know, if anyone's to be have shade thrown on, might as well be a pop star. That image is kind of Tom Waitsy, hey. It's like a sort of technicolor Tom Waits look. It's like oh, yeah, uh, Tom Waits meets Willy Wonka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> meets like Silence of the Lambs somehow. I think it's the tattoos. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, my thoughts are pretty much the same. Yeah. However, five seconds of summer, I read a long form um, Rolling Stone thing piece on them once. It's oh, yeah. fantastic. Oh, and okay. Respect them. Isn't that yeah. funny how an article can do that? Like if you if it's yeah. something that you've be, it's been in your exactly, it's been in your periphery for a while and then you sit down mm. and read a, a well thought out researched yeah. article mm. that really humanizes them and Yeah. Yeah, mm. oh, these guys are actually really cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so Yeah. I could have been taken for a ride or it could be they could be sick. I and fuck with them. Yeah. Australian mm. too, right? Yeah. That's cool. Um, I've right. also got a clothing brand called ASOS. <laughs> <laughs> um, a second of summer. <laughs> a single second, yeah. Started in Melbourne based off, based off Melbourne summers. <laughs> um, a second of summer is also a pretty good episode title. I'm just right. Um, Okay, next question. Yeah. Uh, this is from uh, Woodwater. Uh, Legionnaire hats. 
brackets, one with the floppy back. Yeah. In or out? Have been in, now out. Oh. No I would shade. say I would say out. No shade. Yeah. Like I've never I'm not ever going to think poorly of someone who's wearing one, mm. but um you know, wouldn't be my first pick. I personally. Would, yeah. I don't know whether I if they're in or out, but I do know that from a practical point of view, I would like yes. wear one on okay. holiday. Let's talk about that. No one can see me. If you're going fishing, mm. brilliant. Off the edge of a jetty in the sun in Coffs Harbour. Coffs Harbour. Yeah. Um, sun's beating down. Legionnaires, that would be great. Be great. Mm. Or if you're like watching the cricket. Yeah. And you need some shade mm-hmm. on your neck. I'm actually, Fantastic. I'm coming round. Maybe they're yeah. in. Like I like mm. it really for the practical use, not, not so much for the aesthetics, but for the practical. Yeah. And honestly, the aesthetic isn't terrible. It's just like a mullet in a hat. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. We had a really naughty kid at our school, um, primary school called Russell, and there was a you either had to have a Legionnaires hat or a like a broad brimmed cricket hat if you wanted yeah. to go outside yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And he just had uh, like a baseball cap, and he just like sticky taped a piece of paper to the back That's of it. That's so funny, <laughs> <laughs> Russell. <laughs> yeah. That is good. That is really good. Um, I actually don't mind this. Russell's a full punk, eh? Sticking it to the man so hard. I actually don't mind the sound of like a DIY Legionnaire's cap, like taking a baseball cap and like um, like somehow attaching some fabric out the back of it. That's a fucking look when you wear like a scarf under a hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that works. Mm. Yeah, the scarf under the hat's always a vibe. Mm. All right, so Legionnaire's hat out, scarf under the hat in. In. That's mm. the answer there. Um, this is from Burgess Abernathy. Oh, yes. He's, he's in the next next room, next, okay. next door room to me right now. Shout outs. <laughs> um, last dinner on earth, what would it be? Fucking good question. Potentially unanswerable for me, but I'll have a think. Uh, butter chicken for me. Mm. Or That's a vindaloo. Great. Like really just get the senses going. We well, like, can oh. have both. Just go, um, I'll have a butter chicken and a vindaloo. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm having. Yeah. Some garlic yeah. naan, some raita. Yeah. Okay. That's sick. What are you going to have to drink? I was just thinking about that. Probably a Coke. Mm. If I it's my it. last fucking meal on earth, I might just have a glass of pure vodka, actually. <laughs> That's really good. It's <laughs> <laughs> so my last meal. I'll have a litre bottle of vodka. Well, um, I'd yeah. be kind of scared that I was just about to... Yeah, Step off fully. the mortal coil. So I feel you like. You take the edge off. Yeah. Yeah. Just knock the edge off a little bit. Be freaking out, I and reckon. Vo- that's interesting because you're not really a vodka drinker either. No. No. So maybe I'd have a glass of tequila. Yeah. yeah. I'd be disgusting. <laughs> Wash, washing down the butter chicken. <laughs> with tequila. Well, they do <laughs> go well. Tequila. Yeah. Oh, tequila. Yeah, mate, if you haven't tried tequila and curry yet, you are absolutely missing out. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if yeah. I'd want something good or bad. Like, you might feel a bit upset if you're eating something really good, you know? Maybe you want something to match the mood of the apocalypse oh, yeah. or whatever. Like a piece of toast. <laughs> yeah, maybe you just want to have something light and just a bit, <laughs> you know? Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of, yeah. It depends also, if you, you know, like if you're having something good, it, 
it might feel a bit weird like you're celebrating or something. I yeah, I don't know. I'd want to go somewhere fun, I think. Somewhere like on mm. a novelty or something like Sizzler or like Lobster Cave or something. Oh yeah. I mean that's a hack. Last meal on earth, I'll go to like the best buffet in the world. Yeah. And then I can have everything. Yeah, fully. And put all the like lettuce in your ice cream at the end and make a big stupid mess. Yeah, fully. Oh, yeah, fully. I never did that. Really? No, I never put the lettuce in the ice cream. Then like the pizza crusts and stuff and put jelly in it and try and make someone eat it or whatever? Yeah, I remember uh, that. That's cool though. Did I ever tell you guys that my mum um, complained at Pizza Hut once when when I was a kid and we were there as a family? She complained because the ice cream machine wasn't working. Or I don't know if she was complaining. She was just telling them the ice cream machine wasn't working. We paid for the full experience. You know, We wanted yeah. pizza, ice cream and stuff. She told them the ice cream machine wasn't working. And um, they were like, oh, whatever, whatever, you know, it's broken. And then mum was like, oh, okay, that's a shame. Like we kind of paid for the buffet sort of experience. And they said, "Um, well, it's called Pizza Hut, not Ice Cream Hut. (laughs) 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 Fuck, man, that is, that's intense. Yeah. Hilarious. That's someone having a hard day, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like nipping, nipping it in the bud, eh? It's yeah. Like this is conversation's ending with this. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a zinger, though. It's a zinger. All right, what's the next cue? Oh, did you answer what you'd eat, Todd? Nah. Uh, oh, I, I'm gonna. I can't decide, so I'm going with best buffet in the world. Oh, okay, nice. <laughs> um, oh, can I tell you guys a joke I heard the other day? Yeah. Yes, please. Why is a chicken called a chicken? Why? Because. <laughs> 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 that's good that's good that's really good thanks well, that is really funny mm. thanks for that one uh, this Maybe. one's from uh, uh, Ray Dean um, can I have tickets for the Melbourne show please can't sold out <laughs> <laughs> next um, this is from Cameron James, shout-outs. Yeah. Friendo pod, yeah. funny person. Shout-outs, Cam. What is the point of it all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, mm. I would say it is um, to uh, uh, move towards uh, uh, the truth and the reality of life, which is that uh, discovering the oneness of everything. The point mm-hmm. of life is to learn that very thing. And then mm. um, evaporate back to whence you came. Mm. That's pretty good. That's pretty watertight. Wait, the oneness of everything, you mean like the interconnectedness of everything? Yeah, just that it's all the same uh, organism called life or God or whatever. That we're, oh, it's, yeah. all, it's all the same. It's all from this, cut from the same fabric. Yeah. And But we, we, we at some point um, believe that we are... Uh, individual separate entities when oh, in reality yeah. when you zoom out it's it's all one entity oh okay I love it and I feel like there's a great knowing when you when you when you die that you go oh you go oh oh it's just one entity it's just one oh, it was one entity I, I get it now I get mm. it now good night. it didn't make sense to my little pea brain at the time but now that I'm dead I fully comprehend mm. yeah Okay, so that's, that's the point that's of the my world, answer. according to Jamie Timoney. Yeah. Frank? I think that's pretty good. Mm. 
I don't know. I think, um, yeah, lots of goofing. Mm. Maximum goofing. Goofing off. Goof off wherever you can um, and try and do that all the time. Yeah. Silliness is um, often uh, maybe overlooked um, as a a worthy um, way to spend your time. It's really good. Mm. It's really important. It's mm-hmm. important. It's food for the brain as well. Like it's it's like if you're if you're busy or burning out or whatever, you need to have time for pleasure and fun. Yeah, you need you a do. laugh. Yeah. yeah, look look for the gags in every in every yes. situation. Yes, mm. but yeah, it's a scary feeling when sometimes you do have that thought where you're like, "What is the point of all this?" You know, when like something exciting is happening, like you get some good news or whatever, and you go, "Oh wow!" and you get this like buzz, and then. Sometimes that feeling is followed, for me, it's followed by like, ah, oh, but what is it? Yeah. It doesn't, no, none of it actually. Yeah, I know. Like it's all transient or every yeah. last thing that we experience is transient. Mm. Yeah. Well, one good thing to remember is that the past and the future technically do not exist. Or yeah. the, anything that exists is right now. Mm. So... I don't know what my point is about that, but somehow related. Somehow nice, ties in. What's the nice point of it all? Thought. Yeah, the point of it all is there is no point. But actually, um, the first thing I ever read by Ryan Holiday years ago before he blew up um, was this article he wrote um, for like a blog, whatever, a blog back in the blog days. Um, and it was called Be a Good Person and Do What You Love. Mm. And that really resonated with me back then mm. Mm. in terms of like, what's the point, how to be happy, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you, it doesn't purpose add so much quality to life. Like mm. there's the times that I've felt lacking in purpose um, where I'm not working towards creating something. Mm. Um, I My attitude to life kind of uh, depletes or diminishes mm. a bit. My positive attitude does. Mm. I just no- noticed this year, like starting this year out with a really kind of positive mindset and and some great kind of goals and projects to work towards. My my feeling of purpose is a purpose has really um, shone through, and it's and mm. it's helping every aspect of life. That's so good. Mm. Wow. Purpose means. Different things to different people too, which is, it's just sort of like, what gets you up? What are you looking forward to? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Could be anything. Yeah. Um, move on. Thanks, Cam. Anything else then? Yeah. I don't know if I have anything to add there. Yeah. Purpose is crazy. How do you know what? You, yeah. I guess it does mean different things to different people. It does. Yeah, it really does. And it's a quite a like, layered um, like, and complex word, really. Mm. Um, but like, I remember Ryan Shelton discussing on The Imperfects where he, he was having a bit of a crisis, um, kind of a, you know, not midlife, you know, obviously, but like some sort of crisis. He was at a crisis point where he was, you know, struggling a bit. And I think he spoke to a, a therapist or something and they talked about purpose and you know, because up, up until a certain point in his career, his kind of goal or his purpose had, had been to get success, get fame, get wealth, all that kind of stuff. And mm. they redesigned his purpose 
um, to bring joy to the world, to make people mm. laugh, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and you that can just too. do at the dinner table, for example, mm. or on a bus. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a kind of, I guess, just a better, um, it's a better motivation. It's a more selfless mm. motivation, probably more in line with, um, you know, just. Yeah. Well, it's a better thing to measure too, right? Like, you know, measuring on based on money or how many contracts or deals you have or all that yeah. stuff isn't helpful. And yeah. it probably leads to greater success in those areas as well. Well, that's mm. the, the irony. That's the great irony of it, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Wow. But it is a funny one, that that, that topic of purpose. Cause it's, I it's find a, it really confusing because yeah. I just like anything that I like learn more about becomes more interesting to me. And then I'm like, well, what, what, what do I do then? Just keep learning about news, you know, like I can't figure out which thing to focus mm. on ever. Because mm. it's all like has the potential to be really interesting and yeah. uh, and give me a feeling of purpose. Mm. <clears throat> so I'm like, don't know where to draw the line. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. Mm. But you usually just follow your nose, right? Like follow or follow your heart, as opposed yeah. to using your head to be like, which one's the best? It's like, which one are you naturally dr- drawn to? Which yeah, yeah. Hobby or or job or craft or whatever is it? Is it that's kind of carbonating you and making you yeah. want to go towards that, you know? Fully. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, this one's from uh, David Harrington. Shout outs. Mm-hmm. Um, what is a dirty little custard? <laughs> <laughs> dirty little custard. Dirty custard. Um, that is a story of uh, from a time where you were actually there, David Harrington, and we we're walking through uh, Amsterdam, and a guy said to us, "What are you up to, you dirty little custards?" Yeah, and we were walking through the red light district. We were, yeah, but we weren't doing anything dirty or custardy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah. So it was, it was in ref. What are you doing, you dirty little dirty custards? Little custards, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We actually saw him earlier in the evening and had a random like it was just a stranger we met at a bar, and so he was sort of. Oh. That's his way of saying, "What's up? How's it going? Nice yeah. to see you again." Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And he was uh, probably deflecting, deflecting the fact that he too was in the red light <laughs> he district. The dirty custard. <laughs> yeah, he was in fact the dirty uh, custard. Yeah, I just um, Urban Dictionary it, but oh, is it an actual thing? Yeah. Damn it! What a dirty little custard is? Not a dirty little custard, but there there is an entry for dirty custard, and yeah, it doesn't. Oh, so it just sounds like what it sounds like, doesn't it? Yeah. Damn. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry about that. Sorry to put that Im- image in your head, everyone. <laughs> Just Google image search, dirty custard. It wasn't great. Um, no, uh, yeah, so that's... Oh, and then one night, we thought that would be a funny band name. The Dirty oh, yeah, Custards. The, yeah. the Dirty Little Custards. Oh, it's disgusting. I think it was just the Dirty Custards that one night. That's disgusting. Yeah. And everyone has the last name Custard. You know how bands do that? Oh, yeah. So oh, like yeah. Luke, Luke Custard. John Todd Leroy, Custard. Leroy Custard. Yeah. Todd yeah. Custard. Todd Custard. <clears throat> All right, we're going to move on. That's too much. Frank Custard. Frank Custard. Mm. And on the drums, you know, when you do that thing where you introduce where everyone, you just jam and then yeah. every member gets introduced. I've been thinking I might do that on this next tour. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yes, we should do that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Frank Sweet on the drums. Yeah. Something like that. Into it. That kind of thing. You still still get a floor tom and put it up the front. Oh, God. And beat on it. Yeah, he sleeves his back, baby. And you could put like a thin layer of water on the floor tom. Exactly. And so that, yeah, so it's got like that that kind of effect, dramatic effect. And uh, put your hands together for Will on the bass. Oh God! God! This is from um, the real uh, Rub- the realer Rubank, mm. aka Lockie. Shout outs, DZ. Um, have you ever stayed in a hotel in Scotland that smelled like a rugby locker room? Yes. Yes, is the answer. You were also there for that one. Um, stank. It's just a stinky hotel. Yeah. We stayed in a stinky hotel in Sydney just this week too. It smelled like the same thing. It smelled like um, socks and feet in yeah. my room. Yeah, it did. And your room actually smelled worse than mine. Yeah. Um, and mine was actually bigger too, which is interesting. It was, yeah. Back of the drawer that, that Well, <laughs> maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. No, it was. I just, they, the, the person checked us in, gave us their cards. There was no, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, we have stayed in a hotel in Scotland that smelled like a rugby locker room. We also stayed in a nice hotel in Scotland one time. Oh, it was so nice, one, yeah. Mm-hmm. The ice cream was oh, really nice. expensive. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, that, that was funny, um, though, Frank, when we checked in... And they were like, do you want a paper in your room or whatever, a newspaper? I'm like, yeah, sure, that'd be great. And they're like, that'd be seven pounds or something like that. No, it's just the one pound or whatever. But oh. they're like, you have to pay for the paper. And I was like, just kidding, don't want the paper. Yeah, yeah that's right. We don't want the paper. Yeah. Not if I got to pay for it. Um, yeah. And then this actually times well with this question from Zelks chat, um, from on the Instagram. Where and what is the worst accommodation you've had on a tour? So... I'm not sure if the stinky Scotland one was the worst. Um, what about since Frank's been in the band? What do you, does anything come to your mind, Frank? Like the the crummiest was in Brisbane, that venue, but it was kind of fun too. Oh, was, yeah, at the oh, foundry. I don't want to – yeah. Did you stay – oh, God, yeah. Yeah, the foundries that was pretty rough. Yeah, but also shout outs. Like, shout yeah, outs. it was mad. It was mad. The, the foundry, which though. is ROP in Sydney, yeah, in Brisbane in now. Brisbane, but yeah. they used to put bands up like upstairs, which was mm. sick, in these bunk beds and like a kind of backpacker style room um, yeah. with no ventilation and um, just it feels like it would have been just teeming with dust mites. That was easily the crummiest. And you had no, you couldn't really trust whether the sheets had ever been washed you knew that just so many um, like disgusting things have happened in that room. It just mm. had that vibe about it. Yeah. yeah, some dirty ghosts lurking through that room. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, any, other, any other bad ones? I can you do the next question because there's there heaps to go still. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, let's keep going. Um, this is from uh, Finn. Uh, what, what guitar 
slash pedals does Todd use on, on the new album? Big love, boys. Um, bunch, uh, I have this 1981 pedal, which is kind of like a rat, which I use for distortion-y kind of stuff. Um, and used a Charvel guitar for the first time on the album. Mm. It's been pretty sick. Um, it's kind of like a Tele Fender sort of thing, but Charvel and has like cool pickups in it. It's a good um, guitar that, eh? You're yeah, loving really that cool. guitar. Love it. It's got a good mix for me of like the twangy, post-punky kind of stuff, but then also like can do heavy stuff well on it as well. Yeah, that's the red one, isn't it? It's the pink one. Oh, the pink the red, one. Um, yeah. Um, uh, and I didn't actually use this pedal on the album, but we had um, Izzy, shout out, um, made us... A, a pedal for basically the tone that I used on the album. And I use that live now. It's a fuzz pedal. Mm. Um, yeah, the TNSW one. Yeah, red one. the Stonker. Yeah, the Stonker, Stonker Which we gave away. Someone won. <clears throat> yeah. Um, it's not a great answer to that question. I'm sorry, but I just um, struggling with it for some what reason. What chorus pedal did you use? Oh, we used Will's one. I don't even know what it's called. It's Dimension C? Dimension C, Boss. Boss chorus Purple. Pedal. We used yeah. that a lot. Okay, and that was kind of it. We used fuzz, a mixture of fuzzes, but tried to get like a, I think it's like a sonic percolator kind of yeah. style fuzz, a rat style distortion, a Charvel guitar and a Dimension C chorus was pretty much it. And then what's your reverb pedal? It's a Boss reverb pedal. Right. And I put it onto this um, the weird setting. That's the final knob. Oh, Okay final um, setting on the right knob um, and a little bit of slapback sometimes. Oh, yeah, you love the slapback. What do you use for yeah. delay? It's just a fucking boss, one of those white and blue delay pedals as well. Oh, that's right, yeah. I yeah. like those pedals. Yeah, nothing special. I don't yeah. really use anything that special. Which is fine. Maybe that's yeah. why you felt like um, maybe you were, I'm just, um, could I just put to the group that perhaps you felt a little bit embarrassed because you felt like, oh, maybe I'm supposed to have better yeah. Cooler, I, I, more bespoke I, pedals. Maybe. And also felt like I was kind of avoiding the question because I, I couldn't really remember the names of things and stuff like that. Yeah. Because you're not like obsessed with, you're not a guitarist who's like obsessed with pedals and yeah, stuff, no, which is so no. fine. It is fine. Like it, I, I like it, but I don't, it's not how I fill my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's only a limited amount of space in there, and I've filled with other things. <laughs> um, but thanks for the question. I'm glad you like the tone. I do love the tone. Often double tracked things too. It just makes the tone look like you play it. Um, you play the same part twice as identical as you can, and then you just it sounds like it's played once, but it makes it a bit thicker and then a nicer tone. And sometimes you'll flip the pickup switch so it sounds slightly different as well. Um, or use two different guitars, but with the same tone. Mm. And um, so I did a lot of doubling, which is, you know, pretty common to do on albums, but might be news to some people. Mm. Um, okay. Uh, next question. Um, this is from Kian. Uh, season three, when? Oh, well, we're working on it at the moment. Um yeah. A lot. 
often, a lot and often. So yeah. maybe sometime in the next 24 months. <laughs> so <long>. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a while, but it'll be worth it. Oh, it'll be bloody worth it. Yeah. But so it's coming. Um, if you're listening and you haven't seen season one or two of our show, you should watch it. Mocha Definitely. Go to YouTube, type in these New South Wales. Both seasons are there. Of the Mocco. And the, the episode of um, TNSW Tonight we released recently has us very good return to mockumentary form at the start featuring mm. Frank Sweet. Frank's God, debut in Frank the mockumentary. Sweet's debut in the Mocco. Fucking so, hell, that was so good. You absolutely smashed it, Frank. Thank you. Slotted in so well. Thank yeah, you. Professional, really yeah. acting, funny stuff. Been wanting to do that for a long time. It was mm. so fucking sick. Yeah. yeah. So much fun. And this is such a funny place to shoot. <laughs> yeah. A lot of stuff to use. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yes, rest assured that there is definitely more coming and we're yeah. working very hard on it. Yeah. And it's going to be grand in scale. Yeah. And funny in comedy. Yep. The funniest one. The funniest yeah. one yet. Yeah, <laughs> really. We're cracking up writing it. Yeah. Um, Clint had a very similar question, so that's your answer too, Clint. Um, this is from Richard um, Boscato. I've heard a rumor that someone used to throw pizza at one of yours houses. Is this true? And then there were like five comments following it saying, I've heard this as well. Yeah, what the fuck's that what about? What the fuck's the deal with that? Is, did, anyone, did anyone here get pizza thrown at their house? Never. That's, no. We got egged once, but. Oh, yeah, nice. I don't know what that's about. Mm. I'm confused I by that. Yeah. I've got no idea, but some people seem to know what that's about. So, yeah. You please tell us more about that. Tell us more. I'm really what... scared of it, though. I'm a bit scared of it, too. It's, it's yeah. It seems like a weird, it's like a cursed comment almost. Yeah, it's a bit cursed. So I kind of don't mm. even <laughs> I don't know more about it. Yeah. And the fact that there's like five comments under it going, yeah, I heard this as well. It's like, I know. what's going on here? It's got mm. so much engagement, that question. I feel Damn. like it's um, like some kind of like horrible portal to a, uh, another universe opened up when that comment was left. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I didn't like it. It did remind me of something though. When I first moved to Sydney, um, the house Luke and I lived in, um, some, we, we went outside one day and someone had emptied a full can of like pale dog food in our letterbox. Oh, oh yeah, dark. What's the, I, like, we were just like, who the <laughs> fuck had done this? Were you, I had no idea. Were you a loud house? Yeah. I don't know. Good question. Maybe from time to time. Good question. Mm. We had a few parties, yeah. Mm. But I don't think anything crazy. Yeah, and we knew both our neighbours. That is an mm. aggro move. Was yeah, it Adam Leor? <laughs> it was before that house. Oh. Yeah, it was the Waterloo house. Um, all right. Um, Jason, this is from Jason Darren Bright. Uh, thoughts on collaborating with Pinty? Who's Pinty? That's my question. Actually, I don't know <laughs> what he's talking about. My thoughts are, I don't know what is pine tea, but I am open to it. Oh. <laughs> True. Pine tea, musical. Oh, oh. pine tea. A rapper. Peckham based. Peckham oh, sick. Peckham fresh. Peckham. Yeah, sorry, we don't know. Um, Peckham based DJ and MC Pine tea has quickly become the talk of the town. 
Oh. He's got a song called Tropical Blue, which I like the sound of. All right, Piety. Um, we'll have a listen. We'll get back to you on that. Yeah, thoughts are, I'm intrigued. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, but here we go. I don't know that doing a song with a rapper would be something that I love rap and hip hop, as does Frank. But I don't know that I would mm. like to collaborate on a song. I don't really like um, like that crossover, particularly. Yeah, that's you don't like new metal. Uh, not not really. No. Yeah, I mean, I like some oh, new metal. Pinty's sick. Really? Yeah. Cool. New metal's different though. Yeah, They're I like corn like riffs that are kind of like beats in a way as well. You know, like yeah. our kind of music is more like it's quite different. Yeah. But it could be cool. I don't know. I'm definitely open to it. I'm open to all sorts mm. of things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Thanks for that. Thanks for getting this across, Pinty. Yeah. Mm. Um, this is from Noise Terror. What's one TNSW song that gives you the shits? Good <laughs> <question>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one TNSW song that gives us the shits. Yeah. Um, oh, Best of the Night for me. Oh, yeah, yeah, You're not a big fan of that. No, nah, I don't really like Best of the Night. That one kind of gives me the shits. Um, and that's oh, that's my answer, Best of the Night. Mm. It's a popular one on the album. People like it. Yeah. Uh, well, one that gives me the shits is... It's its own heart and only because I find it challenging to play on the guitar. Like, oh. That's the only reason. So it gives me the shit sometimes when I fuck it up. Right, right, right. Mm. It's one and of my favourite TNSW songs still. Yeah. I don't know why I find it challenging to play on the guitar either because it's actually it's just like, like two chords. parts. But I think it's because I have to hit like, I need to fix my pedals. It's because I don't have my pedals shit sorted and I have to hit like three pedals. and fucking Right. You should Take get that short sorted before tour. I think I've started to find it recently. Okay. But Take yes, the stabs gives me the shits. Does it? But not that not because um just the version that's on the album because I got so used to the version that wasn't on the album. Oh, you like the earlier version? Yeah, I just had demoitis with it. Right, so I was right, just right. Used, used to hearing it in that way. And then you know when that happens when you hear like another yeah. version of like yeah, it happened with Amal and the Sniffers as well. They had um, Cup of Destiny as a single, and it sounded just like fucking like psycho. And then the version they put on the album was kind of a bit more produced, right? And I just had big demoitis with it. Yeah, yeah, true, mm-hmm. true. I I actually prefer the album version than the first that early version, just because of the way I was singing back then. So oh, yeah. kind of nasally and irritating to me. Mm. I like it. Cool. All right. Um, there we go. Uh, good question, though. Um, all right, we've, we've, we've got to wrap this up soon. And there's only actually three questions, except the last, but they're quite long. So um, we, oh, can we, can, we can just answer quickly. Yeah, we can answer them quickly. Okay. Um, this is from the Light of Day shout outs. Uh, rate all Australian cities from worst to best and explain why Adelaide is the best, which is <laughs> funny. <laughs> <laughs> worst That's to best. Yeah, um, it's just it's a simple. Um, it's just clockwise, starting from uh, <laughs> Perth, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. and it just goes around and then hits comes back. And hits oh my god! That's so it goes what? Correct. It goes Perth, Darwin, which I haven't been to, so I can't really yeah, say. But yeah. Perth, Darwin, Darwin Brisbane, Brisbane, Sydney, Sydney, Canberra, Canberra is Hobart, <laughs> in, yeah. Hobart, Melbourne, Hobart, Adelaide. Melbourne. It's not bad. Like it gets you off to a good start. Put it yeah. that way. You might need to shuffle. Hang on, why does Hobart beca- come before Melbourne? Because it's it's further east of Melbourne. Oh, okay. So you dip down there and then, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Nice. And then it finishes in Adelaide. It really gets you off. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's swap around a few. Let's just swap around a few. So I'm going to move Canberra over in front of Perth. Yeah, worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. I never played there either. <laughs> no offense. No offense. No offense. Um, and then, uh, and then Hobart needs to get back down the list as well. Could probably come. Could probably come up after Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's quaint. You know, it's kind of. It's pretty of, sick. Yeah, I love all these cities. By the way, no, they're yeah, all sick. Them. Yeah. Um, Look, it's hard to We're find a bad city, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In front of us. Yeah. Um, and um, then, yeah. What, Frank? I need to bounce. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. You can bounce, well, bro. Bounce. bounce. We'll just answer the rest. Yeah. All right. Thanks for coming on the pod, Frank. This has been very nice. Oh, it's so awesome, oh, man. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Have a great okay. time. All right. See you, Francis. Might see you later. All right. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Goodbye, bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Also, could you talk about your songwriting process and how you first started songwriting? Yeah. Uh, well, me personally, I just started by sitting in my room and learning songs I liked on the guitar. Yeah, same. And then, on the, but on the piano. That's so we both started the same way, and yep. then I would just decided to try and make a song. And yeah, with the chords that you just learned from another song or whatever. Yeah. 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 So. Um, that's how I learned, and then, but, then uh, I could, but as a, a band, yes. Oh, well, um, songwriting process is we usually just go into a room and just start playing stuff. Don't yeah, we? Yeah. Well, before that though, just- before that though, we were coming up. We we're kind of doing what the chats, um, what Eamon from the chat spoke about, which oh, is like coming up yeah. with concepts, ideas for songs, which is a really good way to songwrite. Um, right, and we probably don't do it band. do it often yeah. enough. Yeah, like we would. Um, come up with just stupid song titles like Hey Pig or Kookaburra Laughs Like the Kookaburra Love and then kind of yeah. write backwards from there. It's true. And then yeah. in terms of actually making the music, we just get in the room and just start playing something immediately. Yeah, like and what with goes it. with that vocal. Okay, cool. And then kind of work backwards from there once again. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we still yeah. do that to a large degree today. I think we yeah. like, sometimes we like write, someone will write a demo at home bring it mm. to the band, but majority of the time we just get in a rehearsal room together and just mm. with nothing and just see what happens. Yeah, that's true. That's an interesting question. We did used to write slightly differently. Slightly of, differently, yeah. Yeah, often started with you. Started with a something. title or an idea or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. or a lyric or something, but more so now it's just like, and the bit about standing around in the room waiting to see what happens is kind of just like everyone gets plugged in and then someone will start playing something and then someone might play along and, we might play that for 15 minutes and then go, yeah, yeah, it's kind of whack. And then, mm. you know, someone will start yeah. playing something we'll else break. and yeah. I go, oh, yeah, break. Um, and then maybe you'll play a guitar thing and I'll sing a melody and go, oh, I like that. Let's keep doing mm. that. Yeah. Pretty much it. Yeah. Um, 
Fuck, this is a real five-part question, this one. Also, what do you think of surfing? Quick answer. Uh, it's cool. I don't, I don't do it, but it's a really cool thing to do, I imagine. Yeah, same. Um, also, which condiment is the best condiment considering tomato sauce sucks so much, apparently? Oh, mayonnaise. You like mayo? Yeah, or, or, or um, hot sauce, like oh, yeah, hot, hot sauce, sauce. At, a, at, at a Mexican restaurant or whatever is always the best. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'd agree with you on that one. Yeah. I like a gravy too. Gravy's good. Oh, condiment. gravy's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this sounds from uh, Adar Fire. Um, legit question. I'm a little bit late to the game. Only heard you guys since around the pandemic. You're all pretty switched on, it seems, but the Spinal Tap meets Punk Monkeys mockumentary humor you put on display outside your music is wild fun and to the un- uninitiated, deceptively face value. Where do you guys as a band draw the line and switch gears between the humour and then reel it in and say, time to get serious, let's make a killer record? Hmm. Well, yeah, it is a good question. Well, just to, to, to answer sort of briefly, because there'll be a lot of people that have probably spoken about this kind of thing on pod before, but also welcome to the pod and thanks for mm. listening to our music and seeing the show and stuff. It's awesome. But we started the band as a joke originally, so it wasn't supposed to be a serious band at all. Mm. We wanted it to be just stupid and funny and um, and we kind of took pride in making people leave when we we're playing live and stuff like that because it was, you know, kind of intentionally bad and stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, we've all got a great love of comedy and filmmaking and all that kind of stuff. So it was a natural kind of progression for us to decide to make our own show because we love watching comedy. We're always talking about it. Um, but then, uh, you know, over time our taste in music we kind of just thought writing stupid songs was no longer inspiring and we're all listening to bands and like really broadening our taste in music and um kind of getting involved in the music scene and so seeing lots of local bands and shit and so our desire just changed a bit and we really just wanted Mm. to make the music that we would like to listen to or the kind of music that we would like to experience when we go to a show um so it's very natural it's not like we have to remind ourselves mm. not to be funny or whatever in music. It's just that when we're writing music now, we're trying to write something that, that you know, like pumps us up. And then when we're trying to write comedy, we're trying to make ourselves laugh. And Yeah. and That's about I it. I think there's still, you know, still an element of humour and tongue-in-cheek at the shows and some of the songs and all that kind of stuff. So it's still there, but yeah, pretty organic. And in, even if we're not writing joke songs, we still have an outlet for the humour and comedy and like mm. parodying, parodying being in a band and stuff, which is yeah. So it's, and our Instagram's generally pretty tongue in cheek too. It's like yeah. Instagram we have fun with. They're not very serious on that. Yeah, I definitely one of the things I love about music is seeing, looking at it in a like this is hilarious that we all do this and it. You know, I just mm. think it's being in a band and music is funny. Personally. Yeah. Um, Last question from Staircase Wit. <laughs> Dave Simps ep- Simpsons episode, which is just, we're not big Simpsons fans, are we? Um, yeah, no, not really, so but. Not really. I don't, I, yeah, I don't really know. I don't really know. I had, I liked it growing up, but I don't know, yeah, favourite. Um, I'm not sure either. Yeah, I honestly couldn't tell you. Mm. Um, I know not there was one. favourites in general. That's where my um, Fantasia kicks in. Yeah, fully. Can't see anything. My mind goes blank. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, 
There's a couple. There's lots more questions. You've missed heaps. Did you just yeah. pick some? Um, I picked. So I got. I tried to get every comment, and then I went through the replies and picked like another ten. Right. But I was doing it real quick. Like I had. To, I didn't have much time. Yeah. Um. Should we do a few more, or do you have to go? I'm gonna go in a, in a in a couple of minutes. Yeah, but pick a few. We'll do them quick. Let's do a let's do a quick fire um round. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Um. Um, favorite beers? Uh, Carlton Draft. Yeah, Carlton Draft. Um, or similar. <laughs> um, <laughs> how funny is this one? Most fucked experience ever. <laughs> oh God. It's from the light of day. Uh, uh Fantasia kicking in. Yeah, it's blocked yeah. It. When you when you asked to, it. yeah, yeah. Oh God, there's been, there's really been some. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, I've got Aphantasia right now as well. Yeah. There was um, one that came in about- stranded on the boat was recently a fucked experience, but also- Oh yeah, playing. that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Um, to hear that story, listen to the pod, maybe Patreon. It's probably after the fucking um, flower truck episode, because that's the day I was going on the, on the boat. So yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I've got, I got a question in the DMs, which I'd like to speak about if it's all right. Um, they said regarding the ask me anything, I've heard you speak about the AA program. I'm just wondering what your thoughts are and I won't bang on about it too long. I'm just wondering what your thoughts are on abstinence at the initial recovery phase and whether you think it's integral to be able to develop a friendly relationship with drugs and alcohol over time. And, um, yeah, I do. I, I wholeheartedly disagree with the, um, with the um, with AA in in general now, and I was I was really uh, in the center of it for a long time, and um, I had a sponsor. I sponsored multiple people. I took people through the steps. I did the steps myself. Um, I was completely committed to it, and now I wholeheartedly um, uh, I, I don't I agree that a lot of the information in AA is misinformation, but I do think that abstinence. Um, when if you're struggling with drinking and you're experiencing a drinking problem, a period of abstinence is integral um, to building mm. a new relationship with it. You need yeah. time away. Yeah. Um, and I really believe that um, you can um, adjust your drinking to a level that suits you and your lifestyle and, and will be, you know, you have less problems in your life. But I think a, a bit of abstinence is, um, yeah, is key to that. To be able to like recover physically and let your mind sort of uh, come back to earth a little bit. And, um, you know, because I believe that like mindfulness is the, um, is the catalyst for change. And so that's what needs to be developed and you can't be developing that while you're um, getting smashed every day. Mm-hmm. So yes. I, do, I do think it's really and important. Also, when you kind of transitioned out of AA to like, um, yeah, essentially just, uh, believing that um, something different. Um, you did a lot of, you didn't just jump in the deep end. You did a lot of reading. You took your time. You thought about it a lot. You talked to your friends, your family, all of this stuff. And you were yeah. very um, aware of what you were doing and you gave yourself every chance to respect it. Yes, I did. And which I still is, do. Which is important. Yeah, that hasn't stopped. And I'm a year yeah. and a half in. I'm still... Um, yeah. 
thinking about it, talking about it, reading about yeah. it often. And, yeah. um, and I'm still experimenting with it myself. Like, yeah. you know, you and I talked about the fact that we're having this month off booze. Mm. Um, and already that first nine days or whatever, mm. um, it's been so uh, mind-blowingly eye-opening, i got to say. Mm. Like, I feel like it's shifted my attitude towards alcohol again. Um, because waking up nine days in a row with no skerrick of a hangover, um, more energy, more motivation, feeling healthier, spending less money, all these things, like experiencing those things, it's just kind of like, again, illuminated for me, like the value of drinking less. Yeah, it's being mindful about... W- your life and your decisions and what you're doing again, isn't mm, it? It's, yeah. It's, and it's, things change over time. Yeah. And Can which we, is why I think if you're having trouble, like what you said before is really important, like taking that break. It's like you need to give yourself a chance to change your relationship with what's going on with alcohol. Or yeah. Whatever, give yourself a chance. The issue Just, is or, you know. Like try to see if there is... Let's find out what the benefits of drinking less might be because you, mm. you might prefer them, you know? Mm. Like you might actually find that you prefer um, drinking less, which, which is something that I'm finding out and have yeah. found out. But, um, you know, like it's just – and also, yeah, we could really go on about it all day. But, yes, to answer your question, definitely abstinence for a bit is a good idea. Agreed that the values of AA are fucked, but do you think adopting a version of that is beneficial in the long run? So it depends what you want. If you want abstinence, then yeah, you can work out your own way of achieving that. It might be that you, you know, morning routines are really good. You might meditate every morning. You might develop a good exercise routine. You might focus on eating well and all that kind of stuff um, to help you achieve your goal. If that's what I you want, love you, you know? baby. Um, I love you true. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think reading is you know it's true. And um, just yeah, observing we yourself and learning about why you we were at school. Love you, myself. So, yeah. Oh, good question and well answered, I'd say. Thank you. You can do it. Um, yeah, you can do it. If any, if, look, watching you go through what you've gone through in the last fucking decade um, has been all longer. Like the transformation and change and just all the different stages is really quite in, um, inspiring and eye opening. In terms of like, um, just what someone's possible if they decide, like what's possible if, so, if you decide to do it, you know, mm. you take the time to figure that out, figure yourself out. Yeah. Learn. Yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. I just um, learned for so long that in AA that I was powerless and that I had no power yeah. and that I was stuck in a permanent state of disease and that. I could never, ever have a drink safely because I had a disease and all this kind of stuff and I really believed it. And what I'm learning now is that I, I do have the capacity to change myself. Of course I do. Of course I have the capacity to change myself. And so does everybody else um, given the right circumstances. You know, there is obviously a lot of circumstances that make it more difficult for people to, mm. to um, you know, work out things like that. 
Um, but given the right information, given the right circumstances, um, and a, you know, a good support network and stuff, you do have the capacity to change. You can. Mm. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, and look, this is we're just talking about our lives and our experiences. And, you know, everyone's different. And yeah, true. So that's another thing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's right. These are these are just simply my opinions and. Not everyone has the same opinion and that's what is, that is totally fine. Mm. And, um, you know, some people, some people say that AA works for them and they like it and um, all power to them. Uh, I still have friends in AA, um, just have very different opinions on that stuff, but that's fine. All right. Um, I could get going. I'm going to drop, drop Tash at the Laneway Festival. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Great, great, uh, great chat. It was fun. Yeah. Great chat. Thanks for your questions, everyone. As yeah. always, we'll do another one of these down the road. Yeah. Um, and I will chat to you for the Patreon tomorrow, Jamie, which will also yes. come out this week. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you're not signed up to our Patreon, consider it. It's a great way to support the pod and you get bonus episodes every week. You can do it for as little as five bucks a month, I think it is. Yeah. Um, and you'll um, get, you know, bonus bonus episodes every week. They're good episodes. We have a lot of fun on them and, yeah, it helps us out a lot. So thank you to everyone that's... Uh, on the Patreon still? Yeah. And if you don't want to sign up to the Patreon, consider maybe just leaving us a review on on uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever it is or Spotify because yeah. that helps as well. Maybe give us five stars and say, just great pod. Stars. What and a great pod. Tell, tell your friends when you're next out at dinner to listen to it as well. Yeah. Send them an episode. Yeah, send them your favorite episode. Um, sick. All right, All right Todd. Cool. See you Have later, a good Jamie. one, mate. See you oh, later. See you later. Probably. Okay, cool. All right, bye. Bye.